we can't. We're so excited. We can't. We can't. It's not fair. Ooh. It's not fair on people's Ooh. ears to do that to them. That's why we'll normalise it. Fade yeah. it in, and it's an intro. <laughs> there are loyal readers. All right, yeah. You can't fade, then it's fine. But otherwise, that's just a. I personally think that's an issue of consent. Okay. Well. Ah, it's episode one hundred and thirty-one. Oh, it's episode 132. This is a shambles. Oh, this is an outrage. Okay, we'll Perhaps again. we'd need to shout louder. <laughs> then I'll get it right. Oh, it's episode no. 132 of Regular Features. Well God, I'm in The Decibelic episode. <laughs> Welcome. I'm the baritone decibelator. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to be? Treble Trevor. Trevor Treble. <laughs> I am Susan Soprano. Oh, we know all the Let, voices. Let's all make our respective noises together. What can we do? Body bass. You've got baritone over here. Excuse me. You should have called yourself Barry Toad. Oh, shit. Okay, let's start again. Even louder this time. No, no, no. Okay. How's everyone doing? I hope you're well, because we're in fine fettle. Screaming at the microphone. It's St. Patrick's Day today, which is why we're shouting. Obviously, the International Day of Screaming. (laughs) And yay, St. Patrick did scream as he cast the snakes from Ireland. And don't come back, he bellowed at the snakes. (laughs) And then said, (laughs) get out! (laughs) As they packed their suitcases with all their... Shed skins, what they had done, mm. and, and and venom, and then he <laughs> did, and then he did some more screaming. There was a lot of screaming. Oh, he screamed like the bellows. Is that a thing? <laughs> that, that sounds like a proper good old Irish phrase. <laughs> yeah. If your bellows are screaming, you've got to get them fixed. Yeah, that's why they've got a reed in them. Yeah, that's my old wives' proverb. <laughs> Who put a reed in the bellows? Who put a reed in the? I've bellows? never found a fire so musically. <laughs> Yeah. What are um, we? Yes, where were we? How are you all have been celebrating St. Patrick's Day? I've been getting drunk. <laughs> I um, I looked up recipes for 15s, which is uh, apparently a, a good Irish cake of sorts. Is that, is that never, something you've heard of? Never heard of it. 15 I, like the number? Yeah, I'm assuming it's in a 5x3 grid. I didn't get that far down the recipe. Hmm. I had some yoghurt and a flapjack for lunch just to get a sense of how difficult it must have been during the famine yeah because fla- flapjacks Matt, contain not... no p- potatoes yeah they, they, that's, they, they subsisted on flapjacks largely it what wasn't was the lack of potatoes in the famine it was the export tax on the grain that really destroyed the Irish economy well they Thanks really the misnamed British. that famine then yeah it should be the grain export famine it's not as catchy though is it it's, it's not. You should be. You should get into famine Steve, branding, Steve. Steve. You're not normally this angry. Someone's got to be in his bonnet about cultural injustice. Well, it's just hundreds of years of oppression. Is it that time of the year? It all comes to a head. <laughs> Steve's on his special Irish time. <laughs> Can be a bit funny. I've got a bomb. <laughs> oh dear! Here we go again. <sighs> oh hello! Would you like another feature? Yes, please. That would be wonderful. I'd go first if you want. Yes. Fire ahead. Fire away. Fire. Go ahead. Shit, guys. <laughs> go away. <laughs> hey, I've only just, I've only just started. You, you can't just spring a feature on a couple of lads like that, Matt. <laughs> All right, I'll go away. Matt, come back. Okay, I'll come back now. Hello. 
I've got a feature for you boys, and no mistaking. Um, this is a feature which actually is a bit of a weird one because it's not really it's not a very traditional feature for me. It's actually a bit of a gab feature. Oh, but every now and then you can't help and. I don't think we should be so prescriptive with features. So no, no, maybe not. But it's just we, we started this podcast thinking we could all just do infinite number of things because we're four very talented lads. But we have dug ourselves some very particular ruts, haven't we? <laughs> feature, feature divots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not to do with like it's not to do with like you know the, the lack of imagination or whatever. You know, like not being able to do multiple things. It's just getting involved into a Gavesque feature involves the sort of behaviour which I often don't like to exhibit. However, sometimes you find yourself in a position where really you've got no choice but to just embrace the inner Gav in you and give him a little cheeky hug. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're right, though, because like, listening to Gav recount his stories, my skin crawls. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine if I was exhibiting those same behavioural patterns, my skin would eject entirely. Yeah. It would crawl right off would, and into a mouse hole. <laughs> I think it would, it, I think it would explode off. In a really horrible, like a big balloon, like it would like fly off of your body in one movement and go <laughs> into the air. And it, it would be funny, but also really, really quite gory. Mm. And if it was like a Metroid game, fragments of your skin would be scattered all across the planet that you had to slowly collect. Oh, yeah, I don't like the sound of that either. Yeah, um, and, and I'd lose my ability to turn into a ball for a brief period. Yeah, until you get your balls back. Yeah, my balls. <laughs> Got also, my balls back. It's just the fact that Gav is hugely charismatic and likable, so he gets away with telling you these stories. But when you're telling them to yourself of things you've done, you kind of you don't have that buffer of charisma, and also you've got that kind of element of self-loathing that everyone carries, which means you just hate yourself. Which Gav doesn't have. I don't Gav know how he does it. Gav sincerely loves himself. I know it's it's dangerous, probably, but for now it's just fun. Anyway, uh, what happened to me was I was in America recently, right, and land of the free, north. Uh, yeah, North America. United classic. States. You know, in the United States. Of America. Of America. In okay. uh, California, mm-hmm. in a little old town called San Francisco. Ooh. Uh, which is, uh, it's quite a place. You go around and they've got buildings with logos on like Google and Yahoo, and it's really weird because they're words that you only see in your internet browser, but suddenly they're on really big buildings everywhere, yeah. and you feel like you're kind of trapped in a computer. It's called it's a Golden Gate Bridge, it's fucking red. You fucking San Francisco's. Is that red because it's got a rust on? No, they had to repaint it. That's the famous fact about the Golden Gate Bridge, isn't it? That once they finish painting it, they they've already start started at the other end again. <sighs> Don't bother. Get mate. better paint. Yeah. And stop calling it golden. Two <laughs> things. Two examples of employ fuck more you. people to paint it. <laughs> I think it's mostly with the golden opportunity, maybe that San Francisco or what was on the other side of the bridge represented. I don't know. It. I'm presumably San Francisco because I don't know. Oh, when you're on, when you're in the San Francisco side of the bridge, you look over there. The other side doesn't look that appealing, does no. it? No. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going over there. Not fuck much that. I can't remember what it's called, so it can't be that good. It looks like there's zero bumming going on on that hill. <laughs> True. You could, and you, if you got binoculars, you could probably tell for sure. What? <laughs> How much bumming? Because I'm just trying to tag people who are bumming so I can go over there and join in. <laughs> the go- like on battlefields. Yeah. Icons above their head. <laughs> I've got some men bumming. Mm. I spotted them. I've got a, a tiger in a cage and seven men bumming. <laughs> <laughs> it should be quite easy to sneak past them. They look like they're, they're quite engaged. <laughs> they're off their fucking box on sex drugs. <laughs> this is a far cry that hasn't come out yet, but I'm personally really looking forward to it. Uh, um, 
No, it's the land of opportunity, and part of that opportunity extends to uh, the wonderful world of capitalism. And the great thing about capitalism is you can get things really cheaply. But the other thing about capitalism that's often quite bad is it always comes at a cost, you know? The cheaper something is... Yeah, but not much cost because it's cheap. Precisely. (laughs) Not a cost to you. But sometimes it is a weird cost to you. And I was out there and I realised that it was phenomenally expensive to use your phone in the States. So, And I, I have a, a phone which isn't very good. It's a bit of a shit phone. And actually, when I went to the phone shop, the man did in fact say, oh, I hate these phones, they're shit, whilst holding my phone in front of me. Oh. Which was actually really funny. It made me laugh because it was just the, the audacity of it. Just I, being thought, like, I thought they had a service ethic over I there. I know, that's what I thought was amazing. He was called over to help us, uh, says, oh, can you help with this? And he just went, oh, I hate these phones, they're awful. <laughs> and I was like, that's wow. my phone. I hate you, you're awful. I thought it was really mm. funny. Because it was just like, and I I hate you, you're awful. I hate your shop. Your fucking shop's awful. (laughs) I can get a new phone. How are you going to get a new shop? (laughs) You stinker. (laughs) I should have come back with one of these hot zings, but I was just just way too amused with the the, the audacious nature of it. Anyway, I decided I was going to buy a new SIM card for America, right? Because I could then do lots of things on the internet and on my phone. That's what I did. And the great thing is you go on Facebook and go, hey guys, here's my new American number. And everyone goes, what? You've moved to America? (laughs) And then you just don't reply, so everyone thinks that you have. (laughs) I'm an international jet setter fucker now. Um, Yeah, it's got, my phone's got two SIM slots, so I was like, bang, I can have one American one, one English one. However, one of my American friends out there had said to me, oh yeah, you get these really cheap SIMs, but they're cheap because they recycle the numbers. So Americans don't know about this because they usually just get a decent SIM card plan or whatever. Not very questioning either, are they? Mm, They question their government often enough. What does recycling the numbers mean? Does that mean you you get recent numbers? It means you get somebody else's... Very recently alive numbers. Well, that's the thing. Is the fact somebody told me this said it's good because it's really cheap. It was like forty bucks for like a month of bucks. No. Listen to him; he's gone back to America, hasn't <laughs> hey he? Guys, I don't know if you mentioned it. But I was in America, <laughs> <laughs> and over there they got horses and saddles. He explains and the cowboy got... hat you've been wearing. Yeah, <laughs> and look at these Stetsons. Check them out. And the fact really... you've been riding a King Kong around your house. <laughs> I have, I have, and you know all of the all of the chocolate in the cupboard. As the no has the word candy written on it in a sharpie, oh, because that's kind of <laughs> your buckaroo. Twix has got a candy written Twix. on it. Twix dot com. Would you like a Twix candy or a Mars bar candy? Yeah, and it's all dot coms. No dot co dot uk's. What are they for? Mm. What's a uke? Hey, dot gov. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's all of America covered. Carry on with your story. So, I went into a shop to get a SIM card, and they were very rude. But I got my SIM card, and it was very cheap. But then, less than twenty four hours after getting one and being told by somebody, "Oh yeah, the problem is they they are recycled." What do you know? I then get a text message from somebody, obviously just sent. Um, I'm still somebody, oh, sorry. I won't guess what it is. It might be good. It from might... somebody who clearly thinks I'm somebody else oh excitement and I just couldn't believe it and I think (laughs) I wouldn't have done I wouldn't have responded if I hadn't been jet lagged but I think the jet lag had made me a bit naughty Mm. and had pushed my brain to being a bit more like Gav maybe Gav is constantly jet lagged anyway this message read hi Keith it's (coughs) Gav I'm just going to restart very rude log (laughs) laughing at the name Keith I know it's a funny name hi Keith it's Barry 
<laughs> Barry's even funnier. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> Keith and Barry, right? I hope you are well. I'd like to see OJ this week. Simpson. I don't know. Depending on your time, a quick drive by hello, or preferably spend the morning slash afternoon and go ride the horses. Oh, dear my lord. That's a drug euphemism. Is it? It is. Yeah. He wants... uh, That's a drug for heroin, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? That's what he's after. Is he? But but who's OJ? Spend the morning slash afternoon go ride the horses. Orgasm juice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's weird sex stuff, isn't it? I wish I'd had you guys there with me while I was doing (laughs) this. It would have been so much easier. But I couldn't resist this, because first of all, we've got... We've got his name, Keith. We've got my name, Barry. We've got OJ. Don't really know who or what that is, so I'm just not going to go near it. And then we've got fucking horses. <laughs> so it's like most of this story has already been handed to me on a plane. It's like being a film writer. I know what the beginning and the middle and the end is, so the rest of it is just <laughs> except, <laughs> except you're picturing riding through a field on some lovely horses, whereas we're imagining you just in a slum somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, I replied... Later that day, quite yeah, after a couple of hours. Hi, Barry. I think the horses are missing. <laughs> oh my god, you just started a drug game. Yeah, that fits in with the drug metaphor. <laughs> it does. It does. And then he, he texted me back. He texted me back immediately, saying, "What happened?" And then <laughs> I had to flush them down the toilet. <laughs> the police came and took them all. <laughs> and then I replied. I replied saying. Don't know. Someone looking into it now will let you know. <laughs> and then he replied again straight away, saying, "Well, how's everything else?" And then, and then, then there were that lots only of leaves you with the OJ to talk about. Yeah. There were quite a lot of missed calls then, because I was I was at GDC at the time and I was doing stuff in the day, and I realised my phone had like six missed calls from this number. And then he said he texted again saying, "Call when you're free, Keith. Your Vmail box doesn't work." Because obviously, I don't have a voicemail set because uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm OJ, Barry, Keith. Keith. He's Barry, I'm Keith. He's we Barry. are. I'm Keith, Keith and Barry. Barry Keith and Barry. <laughs> is it Keith and Barry or is it Barry and Keith? It's Barry like the chicken Keith. and the egg thing, yeah. isn't it? Who came first? <laughs> Depends on what. Who pulled out came first, first on the other one's chest? And how many horses they've been riding. <laughs> anyway, I left him hanging. I left him hanging until later that evening. And then I texted him when I was at a bar saying, Can't speak now. On the road with the horse detective. Ooh, and this uh, was the point where I was basically trying to test the water. Yeah. Just whether, like, whether he was open to whimsy. Yeah, we're just thinking, if he believes that I'm in a car with a horse detective, <laughs> then I don't know how far I can take this. Because mm. he already seems to believe that the horses are missing. But then I kind of felt, you see, that, you know, I kind of felt a bit cruel about and pretending. And you're only his point of contact, you're his only point of contact into the whereabouts of the horses. Because six missed calls, I'd be getting in touch with someone else about the horse. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, you guys might be able to decode some of this. So, where where are we all at with the idea that he actually is talking about drugs? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, the next bit, you reply to this saying... More people take drugs than ride horses. It's true, but this is America, the land of the free... Horses. Horses. (laughs) (laughs) And free to spend time with horses. It's It's a freedom that we're not often afforded in the United Kingdom. Mm. Call it United, but I don't know about you guys, I'm not very often united with a horse. No. So. There are only 12 horses on rotation. I haven't seen one in years. Yeah. Anyway, he replies saying, well, good, and I am's. I this is what I don't get. See, so, you know, I am's with an with a apostrophe. I don't know what that means. I am's. 
Well, I, I can't what, work out what that meant. Instant okay. messages. Oh, of course, instant messages, but... Uh, still doesn't make sense. And IMs. I don't know. I, I mean, Is it like, check your IMs? Yes, if he's failed voicemails, maybe there's failed IMs as well. Yeah. But then yeah. it says, tried and true horse whisperer, which makes me think, is IMs somebody who is a horse whisperer? Tried and true horse whisperer. Or maybe it's just a typo. I didn't want to read too much into it. But then he said, tried and How true horse whisperer. How can you whisper whisper? to a missing horse? You'd need to shout <laughs> so it'd hear you. I know, right? Unless horse whisperer <laughs> is a drugs thing as well. Okay. So it's someone who takes a lot of... Uh, Heroin. So much that they can't, <laughs> speak, they can't right. speak anymore. <laughs> <Loudly>. horse whisperer. <laughs> I've done so much heroin. Oh, it's an H O A R S E. Hang on, that joke must have been made at the when the film came out. Scratch that joke. It's too obvious. You're right. Okay. Anyway, but he said, just think about a day soon and let me know. Doesn't have that to speak immediately, which I was kind of annoyed by because I was like, I kind of feel like I'm losing him. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I left him for a day. And then I, I replied the next day saying, I think we've got a lead on the horses staking out a place tonight. We'll call once all this is done. And then I forgot to reply. And then, then the next day he said, well, until that perfect moment, there is always the quick drive by to say hi. <laughs> oh. And then uh, I replied the next day saying, because I, 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 I want to continue the tempo at this point. Yeah. But I forgot. <laughs> this is oh. so Gav is a pro, isn't he? Well, he dedicates Gav, himself Gav will do it in bed. Yeah. Whilst he's supposed to be mid-sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> he will. He will put that on pause uh, just so he can get back to business. Uh, but anyway, I did reply then, continuing the narrative, saying, so many horses in this place, hard to work out which are ours using just binoculars. <laughs> Going in now. With my hands <laughs> to feel the horses. I, was really I know annoyed. the touch of my own horse. <laughs> I was really annoyed because I was expecting a reply from that. I didn't get a reply for a while. So uh, a few hours later, I said... Horses are out. Detective didn't make it. <laughs> he was trampled to death <laughs> by my horses. And at this point, I did get a bite back. He said, what happened to the detective? What, was, what is his demise? Which isn't really a sentence. What is his demise? And I said, There's a lot of, there was a lot of gunfire. Not sure what happened. And then he didn't reply. He didn't reply for a whole day. And the annoying thing was, it was the end of the week. And oh. I had to leave the country. Oh, no. So I, I was like, ah, what do I do? Because I knew that I wouldn't be able to get any text on the <sighs> SIM card when I got back. Call him and just scream the word horse over and over again. <laughs> you know his number, then? I've still got his number, yeah. Call him from England. And just whinny. <laughs> Say this is Scotland Yard. We've had a lead. This shit's gone global. Well, maybe this is one for Gav to continue. Maybe I have to pass this feature into the hands of Gav, who may be able to do something with it. But I felt bad because I felt like I'd left this guy potentially hanging, waiting for an invitation to come and see the horses that would never arrive. If he was asking about the method of the demise of a fictional horse detective, I think he kind of I think he was probably was in, in on it. There. I think he I think towards there was a point at which he worked me out, and that's yeah. fine. Maybe because he had another way another means of contacting Barry, which <laughs> may have skedaddled mine. But I, I did I did end it I tried to end it nicely by saying, anyway, the horses are fine. When do you want to pop over for that orange juice? Which I thought, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was a, a nice way of of making it clear that, at the very least, I probably wasn't the right Barry. Um, oh, we should. Everyone should recycle phone numbers more. It just makes more scope for fun. It's a lot more fun. I mean, when I um, recently I posted uh, on Twitter a, a thing I did a long time ago. It was like a fake menu for kids' restaurants, 
And I remember that because I'm, I was quite reckless with my detail at the time, I put my old phone number on it saying, if you have any feedback with our meals, why not just text it to this number? And, and then I realised, oh, God, I've changed my number now. I've just published a fake, a false number. But... So I texted it, seeing if it was... Because uh, it was five or six years ago, saying, are you getting any weird text messages? Also, are you there? And then I called it, and it went to... Oh, it just went to sort of dead the time. The void, but, yeah. But fuck, I really wanted to get some feedback on what people were texting oh. that person, because I only made that because I wanted people to text me for no reason. <sighs> horrified woman. Yes, yeah, horrified woman. for answers. Why, why are people asking me they want a sausage and an egg? <laughs> sausage and an egg. <laughs> I remember that menu. It was really funny. <laughs> oh, I, I do feel guilty sometimes about the amount of times over the years I flippantly just wrote down my mobile phone number but then change the last number to a different number. Yeah, I do that. Whenever I had to whenever I had to give a mobile phone number, it was like, well, you can have that one. And I never really thought about it. But now a few years later I'm like, I wonder if that's someone. I feel like I should maybe like apologize to them and just be like, you've probably received all sorts of fucking shit. Yeah. And it's my fault. one day I might call 0776346629. And see who answers that mobile phone number, which is one digit away from my real one. But Steve, which digit you're not telling. Steve, you, the emphasis on the last nine may have given it away. Yeah. Now you're just going to have people who just send messages to all nine of eight of the potential things. And, and basically, they are, they're not. There's, there are so many millions of mobile numbers that a lot of them will be kind of. I made up the entire mobile phone. Yeah, number, there you go. There so you go. So it's not worth yeah. doing. That. <laughs> so, do it, do it. <laughs> My God's sake, all you readers, do it, please. <laughs> what are the chances that you made up a number off, off the bat? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It's. Is it reckless? No, it's just random numbers. It can't be reckless. It's fine. What does reckless mean? It's not, I can't be, it's not illegal for me to just say random numbers. No, I don't think so, because otherwise you could you, like... But if you put it on a TV programme, there are a list of official phone numbers that you have to use for fake numbers. Oh shit, that yeah, probably applies to us. Like, no, no, with, with a readership of 12, I don't think it bothers me bother. Because I think if I, say, if I just say like, oh, WA16AQV... Right? Yeah, that might be someone's password. That's a postcode, right? But now if somebody bombs that postcode, that's not my fault, is it? Yeah. Is it? Have I just killed someone? I don't know. We should ask a lawyer. Or something oh. illegal. Hi, I'm a lawyer. Why do you want to ask me? <laughs> All we of just a... murdered a man. Is it okay to say to make up phone numbers like 077-2162-3958? According to the Court of Appeal in but. Butch Cunch and <laughs> Flabbershaft. Butch Cunch um, and Motley. Yeah, the the ratio decedendi of that case was that, yeah, you go do what you like. But I don't care. The, Lots of get the lawyer, though, so. What about the jurisdiction of Butch Cunch and Flive? Well, there was no... The official decision on that case was not related to this, the, the, the cedents that you cite. <laughs> so clever. <laughs> that you cite. Uh, like it. He's, he's using real law. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, don't, I spend a lot of money to learn those words. <sighs> I've got to stop doing that now because um, I, I was out of my depth badly and I need to sort of have a little cry on, the, on, the, on your bed, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been a lawyer. I could have made something of myself. Let's have a little break. Come back to some features. Oh, hello. I seem to have 
forgotten what time it is. Could you, could you please tell me what time it is? Of course I can. It's time for regular features. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's pilot ideas for Netflix-style sci-fi drama things. Not really Netflix, but, you know, the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Well, it's all on Netflix these days, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Apart from the things that aren't, which yeah. is quite a lot of things. It's most Everything should be on Netflix, because Netflix is good, and I'm subscribed to it, and I'm bored of looking elsewhere for things. I mean, that's it. I mean, I, I haven't got telly in my flat. Netflix is it for me. All I've got which amounts to Better Call Saul on Tuesday nights for me, and comedy specials. And I've seen a lot of terrible comedians, and, I've, and they, they all do do airplane jokes. Remember when you did about 100 episodes ago? Yeah. Jokey, fake, you guys know airplane the comedy. The food is it's really, uh, it's, it's actually increasingly acceptable. Have you, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't I even know. tell which f- floor of the meta skyscraper you are currently on now. I know, right? It's, yeah. It's, that's the thing is it's so many layers of exactly the same jokes put on each other again and again and again it's like how they make samurai swords but every layer oh, of airplane yeah. joke makes a big shit sword the last comedy special I watched involved a man saying that he went into he was in first class then refused to apologise for his success and then he walked into standard class and farted around all the rows I'm becoming increasingly Uncertain that comedy is a good thing. <laughs> I can imagine that joke might be okay in the telling of it. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm guessing as Log I, saw the telling, <laughs> came away with this impression. Maybe not. The but, kinds of sci-fi, the kinds of sci-fi drama shows I'm talking about. There was a spate of them over the last couple of years. Things like Log, you mentioned the forty-four hundred, yes, or the four thousand four hundred, in which four thousand four hundred people go missing. And then... Then just pop right back. Yes. But they've got superpowers. So it's a cross between a lot of other ideas of missing people and superpower hero things. And... Ugh. Is it possible that when they disappeared, they all just went and practiced really hard? Telekinesis. To get get superpowers, yeah. (laughs) Now, Now, hear me out here, guys, but I think if you do spend enough time practicing, anything is possible. That's something I believe. Well, so you can start off just moving a toothbrush across a sink. Yeah, I mean, that'll yeah. take you a long time, but I do think if you really put your heart in your, in your soul and you believe in yourself and you think that you can do it and you know inside that in your heart you can do it, then I think you can do anything. If you and believe. as long as you don't let anyone tell you you can't do it and you Absolutely. just refuse to not believe that. It's all negative energy, Log. It's all about just... just yeah, but if people tell you you can't do it, that negative energy is going to bring you down. It's going to tether you to the earth. Yeah, so you, you can't do that. You need to fly. You need to literally jump and never come down. You never talk to anyone again who is ever a negative to you. That's right, and then truly you will be free, my son. Another example of a sci-fi show, yeah. Uh, just just so people really get a feel of the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Yeah. Some of the, some of the shows are good. We talk about the Returned. The Returned is, is pretty good. Friend. Again, that's a bunch of it's a school bus sort of kids who get killed, and then 15 years later they pop back into yeah, existence. It's all like people again. are supposed to be dead, come back, and they're fine, and it's like they they're like they were when they died. And can it's you all imagine French and sexy. That will be met with a mixture of relief and suspicion. Yeah. It's a bit like um, Flight of the Navigator, in which he gets flung forwards in time, um, the the kid. Yeah, yeah. And he goes back to his parents' house, and they meet him, and they're so thrilled to have him back, but they're all like, oh, you're still the age you were when you left, and he has to go back to his original time, and it's it's quite emotional. It's one of my favourite Disney films. Is is it Flight of the Navigator, or the last Starfighter, where a child is recruited to fight an interstellar war? That's the last Starfighter. Oh, cool, the video game. Yes. 
Um, and that happens today. It's just you don't get recruited <laughs> in the future. You just get recruited by the US Army. Yeah. And so it's kind of... Have you seen? They use Xbox controllers to fly the drones. <laughs> Tell me they're not indoctrinating oh. children. They use VR helmets to put uh, smiling faces on their victims. <laughs> so it looks like they're enjoying getting bombed. Yeah, It's true, though. You know, they do, it's a true thing. You know, they do actually like have um, like fake profiles, which like there are companies that create loads of fake teenagers, and then they use them... Um, and the, the US Army and the US Navy are actually some of the biggest clients of these companies. They spend years making all these fake people who have like Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts, and they are basically like digital presences for years. And then they go and s- online and say nice things and say positive things about being in the army when they're all fictional people. They're all actually oh yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, So actually, to a degree, there's a lot of yeah, it is a bit. And that's all the the, the the immediate jump on in any article about <clears throat> and the Guardian and stuff like that. But it's about things. It's the immediate, the same tone kind of like disparaging comment, disparaging nested yeah. disparaging comment. Yeah, but it's amazing. Oh, this is real. You can click on these things, and you can click on these people, and then you can follow. You can look them up on Facebook, and there's no way you can tell if these people are real or not, apart from like arranging to meet them in real life. That's the only point at which you'd be able to know that, that person is definitely not a real person. I was trying to explain this to my girlfriend's parents the other day, the fact that you can't actually trust anything anymore because the internet is so easy to fabricate and there's mm. so much proof that so much stuff is being fabricated all the time. And it's really difficult to say these things without sounding like you are a tin like foil a nut hat, job. Yeah. nut job. But actually these days there's so much proof that this well, is just... Well, it's like how true. 10 yeah. years ago everyone, like you'd get people who say, oh yeah, the NSA is spying on everyone's telephones. Like they're listening in on everything that you're yeah. saying. And now it's like, that's common knowledge That's now. true, yeah, that's a thing. And all the people who were dismissed as crackpots are but, like but the problem is it means the real crack cops really have to up their game yeah and go now to really what? fucking weird niche corners of bullshit <laughs> stuff like represented in this sci-fi selection of shows yeah oh the last way to drop the feature back in Steve's lap I took it away from him so I felt only <laughs> I feel like every time I mention it, a, an example of a show here we go off on a tangent so I should probably stop maybe everyone's got the grip of, of what these things are I can start talking about my Pilots that I've written oh, for God. new kinds of these shows. We've not even done one yet. No, <laughs> amazing. This feature's only just begun. <laughs> okay, um, this one is called "S Marks the Spot." On the morning of August third, <laughs> the entire world population wakes up to discover that everybody with a name beginning with the letter S has disappeared. Sandra Bullock has vanished. <laughs> Sean Penn cannot be found. <laughs> How many synonyms for vanished have you got, Steve? <laughs> Sally Struthers is especially missing. <laughs> In a cruel twist of fate, the only man smart enough to solve this riddle, Stephen Hawking, has also disappeared. In episode three, the mystery is compounded when the remains of Stephen Hendry are exhumed as part of an experiment... I looked it up later. Stephen Hendry's not dead yet, sorry. Uh, and the legendary snooker player's corpse is nowhere to be found. It could be just set maybe slightly in the future. I don't know yeah, where yeah, he's yeah, dead yeah. yet. Okay. A similar experiment is carried out in America using the dead body of Steve Jobs, though his cadaver is mysteriously still present. This is later explained when scientists discover that his real first name was Bob's. <laughs> Bob's Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> the twist comes in episode 7 when all of the S-named people come back in a big lorry with an S on the side and have, no <laughs> and have no recollection of where they have been or for how long. 
In episode eight, however, we see Steven Pinker talking, famed, famed linguist Steven Pinker. A famed linguist and recently pro-Gamergate. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, fucking twat. <laughs> talking in his sleep, saying... I hope I don't accidentally reveal the big secret that me and all of the other S people went to a cool island full of foods beginning with S, such as salmon, drugs beginning with the letter S, such as salvia, activities beginning with S, such as skiing and sex. <laughs> I you could say such as sports. <laughs> and roller coasters beginning with the letter S, such as stealth, space mountain, and Superman escape from Krypton, but not Six Flags, as that's the name of the theme park, and not any one of the many roller coasters contained inside it, obviously. <laughs> S marks the spot was cancelled after nine episodes. <laughs> I did frame it as a pilot, and there's more yeah, of a no, synopsis. <laughs> no, no. Beautiful. I like the fact it got to seven episodes before they came back, and like you just imagine what, any, what anyone was doing for six hours before Each they... episode is based on a famous person with a <laughs> and how their disappearance affected their nearby, all of their friends and relatives. Where's I like it. It's a kind of human story, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about... <laughs> so it stars humans. Mm. It's about how they deal with the, their loved ones being gone. What do we think of that? Would you commission that? I'm kind of annoyed that you spoiled it for me. Oh, the twist? Yeah. I've got to give uh, the commissioner the twist. They need to know what the twist Well, is. I don't know. I think maybe that's my job to ask you that after I've been piqued. My interest has been piqued. I didn't feel like my interest had long enough to be piqued <laughs> before it was uh, wrapped up. I was just getting interested, and then you just close the interest off like a a, a door that was being shut. Okay, well... I, I would commission it if you introduced a secondary class of people called Mark, so you could get S and Mark's the spot into oh, that. Oh, yeah. And a dog called Spot. A dog called Spot. Yeah. Uh, uh, bring in the Marks. Howard Marks, maybe? Oh. He's got no S's. He could be the lead character. Carl Marks. Mm. Yeah. Double act. Nice. Yeah. And a double act. And the spot, the dog. Spot the dog. Yeah. He's yeah. not a real dog, go. but you can get a dog that looks like him. That's good. Rather than take that feedback on board and change my pilot, I'm going to pitch you a different one entirely. Well, go ahead. because it fits with the format of the feature. <laughs> How about this? On the morning of August the 4th, everybody wakes up to find their cars have been parked the opposite way around. <laughs> Those who had driven forwards into parking spots were pleased, as they could drive straight back out again. Those who had taken the time to reverse into a spot felt mildly aggrieved, as they now had to reverse back out of their spots. And those who had parallel parked were ambivalent to the situation. Who turned my car around, was it you, ran for 11 seasons. I like it on the first episode where lots of people's reactions to this incident will be shown. Like people were sit there stubbornly, not believing that their car could have turned around without their <laughs> say so, and they're sitting in a back seat with their legs around the headrest. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that happens every episode. Or no, it, it just happened once. It happens and once. Have to deal with the repercussions of that in the pilot episode, and then they just the fallout of it. <laughs> what happens to people who are currently driving when it when this phenomenon takes around? No, everyone's in bed. <laughs> Everyone in the world. Yeah, they all wake up. Is it a dystopian future with a curfew, or do you just go to bed every night because you you won't stomach the fact that anyone's alive while you're? It is my asleep. understanding that these supernatural events happen when everyone's in bed. Okay, okay. It is easier to not have them spoiled that way. Yeah. Yeah. Do they ever find out? Now, this, this is the correct way of doing it. Do they ever find out what, how it happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, 
Mm. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think we run with it. I mean, it can't be worse than Lost, can it? Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, let's see. Whoa. <laughs> I went there, all right? And I'm not coming back. I won't hear a word against. I'm uh, feeling positive Lost. vibes from that right. one. Yeah, yeah, we're getting it. I'm on a roll now. I'm going to pitch you. We'll give you third five one. million dollars for that one, but let's see this one. Okay. On the morning of August the 5th, the entire world wakes up to find that one person has gone missing. The President of America demands a full investigation into the missing person. (laughs) When the missing man is located inside a box in the Nevada desert, the Commander-in-Chief demands to open the crate personally, only to discover that the man inside the crate is himself. Found you, both men shout in unison. (laughs) Is that the name of the show? The missing, brackets, man, was cancelled 17 minutes into its first episode. Oh, man, I, they should have fucking jumped into the box. That sounds like parallel universe stuff. <laughs> this is just you getting back to the idea of wanting to fuck yourself. It's fringe. It's, it's fringe. I'd just stick my dick into the box, and my dick would have collided <laughs> with my own dick. And I'd, and I'd nudged it against it, it. Honestly, I don't think it's sexy to nudge your bellend against another bellend. But... In this situation, in a box in the Nevada desert, <laughs> with, with with me shouting at myself in unison, I'd jab my dick into my own dick. <laughs> that can't say fairer than that. <laughs> that's it. And that's the only time I'd do it. So don't 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 try. Don't try and engineer this situation half-assed. Readers listening yeah. at home, do be taking notes. <laughs> Here's my last my last one. On the morning of August the 6th, the entire world wakes up to find that every dog has congregated in Hyde Park, London. The dogs are behaving normally, and over the course of several months are returned to their owners. Nothing else of consequence happens. The dogs in the park has just been renewed for a third season. (laughs) (laughs) The dogs in the park. So that one's currently running, so you don't need to give me any feedback on that, because that was a successful one. That's... You can find it on Netflix I'd like to give you something. And on Hulu. And on Hulu Hulu (laughs) Plus. (laughs) That's beautiful. I really like that one, because then you imagine what would happen is that if all of the dogs were in that place, that's so many dogs, Mm. so initially it'd be like piles of them. It'd be like heaps... But then also, like, them all gradually making their way home means at first it would be chaos because it'd be, like, all these dogs spilling out onto all the roads. How and do you get that, yeah. It's going to have to, like, it's going to lock down the entire city. But then after that initial wave, you have the cute stuff of, like, all of the, like, the shih tzus and the chihuahuas getting on a ferry to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then being like, you haven't bought a ticket. One of his little paws on the prow of the boat saying, leading the way. Yeah. He thinks he's driving it. Oh, he does. He thinks he's literally in control of his boat. This <laughs> is adorable. Those are my scripts, pilots, features. My, uh, that was my feature. Thank you. <laughs> Did you like it? No, Did, thank you. No, thank yes, you. I liked it. I particularly like the dogs. Somebody tell me where my feature's gone. My regular feature. Steve, I've noticed that I've started starting my features. Well, it's not. It's been going on for a long time now. I think I've copied you with, and now it's time for my regular feature. Because it feels like a natural thing to say, but from now on, if I ever say it again, Steve, you can slap me with a court order, because I'm finding a new way to introduce my features. <laughs> this. Apologies. This <laughs> shrill ululation. <laughs> Log has had a bad review on TripAdvisor. You my personally? Pub. Well, yes, I'm a restaurant now. <laughs> but weirdly, my pub's a restaurant because TripAdvisor doesn't do reviews of 
pubs, apparently. What? But, um, pubs are f- common as muck. I know that, yeah. So am I. You should see me just fucking swearing like a twat at the end of the bar. <laughs> I don't like this restaurant. It's covered in hair. <laughs> That's my review of life. Hair and broken crisps <laughs> that I still eat. <laughs> Soggy tea towels. Oh, that we... We call them bar towels in pubs, but I know what you mean. I, yeah. I know what you mean. I was thinking of those. Anyway, <laughs> last week in my pub, I had a spot of bother, as we like to call it. A man came into the pub. His dog bit another dog to the point where that dog yelped like God only knows what, a dog in pain. Mm. And um, I sprang to action, I vaulted over the bar, and I put my hands on the hips, and I said, Would you mind, sir, getting out of my pub? I cannot tolerate this kind of canine misbehaviour, and you need to vacate before I do a punch on your face. And I didn't say that, obviously. I didn't say <laughs> any of that. Threatening like, I'm, did like, you, I'm did not you an eloquent... vault over the bar? I, no, I, I got my knees on a shelf lower than the bar, which made a creaking sound, so I kind of immediately swapped the weight to my foot that was on the floor. Then I rolled sideways because I was off balance and then sort of grabbed a drip <laughs> tray for purchase. That slipped through the wire frame that held it and I was suddenly on my back behind the bar. <laughs> Luckily, this was such a quick process that no one outside the bar saw it. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you want to make yourself known, you, you, you place your knees on a shelf behind the bar, yeah. which immediately collapses, so you just drop it. Down to the floor. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> With a few intermediary stages that make more noise and make the floor wet. So I'm rolling around in spilled beer. <laughs> and crawl out of the little, like, doorway. You know, the little... It swings open and people say, where is he? We're on the floor, crawling like a slug. So I, so I shuffled around to the man's table on all fours, using the Metal Gear stealth mode. And once I'd got there... Absolutely certain that he hadn't seen me. I drew myself up to my full height and used the element of surprise to say, I'm sorry, your dog's going to have to leave now. And that is the first true sentence of that story. (laughs) Your dog's going to have to leave. Yeah, and that's when I said, (laughs) and you too, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a terrible, terrible (laughs) conflict resolution human. If you didn't get it, that also uh, means you. Yeah, yeah that's it. it. If you're happy with your dog leaving on its own, then I'll, I'll judge you poorly as a dog owner. <laughs> so it's for the best that you go with it. Yeah, but it, to be fair, the dog had just attacked another dog, and the dog that it had attacked has never made any noise. It's always tethered to a table. And it expresses itself, it expresses excitement because it's the most heartbreaking dog in the world. It gets excited when it sees me, even though I've never given it food. Mm. And that, to me, means I win over everyone who oh, does yeah. give it food. Because like, you just love me. It's unconditional love. Yeah. I mean, you're a, you're a strange dog. You're an odd shape and you're very hard to stroke. It's an, one of those narrow dogs. Not a greyhound, but like one. Oh. Um, but to see that dog in pain, actually screaming, I mean... If, to go back to the beginning episode, I think we should all just scream for five seconds to give the readers a, <laughs> just an idea of what it might have been like. Yeah, yeah. Turn it down for a bit. <laughs> My fucking ear! 
That's pretty accurate, I thought. I mean, I wasn't there, but I can't imagine it being any more accurate than that. Yeah, so that happened. I didn't notice that the dog had his ear actually was a maul at the time or had a, a small chunk taken out of it. So I was sort of suffering. I want you out. You're drunk. You've, your dog's been leading you around. And I just want you out of my pub because I want to have a pub that I'm comfortable in. Adding control of. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair enough. What happened after that was him and me, me less so, reduced to two six-year-olds having an argument. <laughs> me, I was, I was doing better than him. Did you do a Top Gear fracas? Um, no, I Well, it, because you worry when you start a conflict that you're going to be in physical danger. And when he said, I'm going to leave a bad review for you on TripAdvisor, I suddenly felt that threat lift. <laughs> yes. It's like, you go, ah. Oh, you're not going to hit me. You're that, not going to hit anyone. That, that's fine. You, you've, you've got your arsenal, and it doesn't include physical punching. Yeah, that is your nuke. And uh, so at that point, I laughed and became slightly calm. <laughs> and so, uh, just uh, just like... Uh, I don't know, I can't remember exactly what I said because in this sort of. Don't forget Yelp, you bitch. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yelp like you made that dog Yelp. Oh, fuck! That would have been an absolute grenade in the room at that time. People would have applauded. Boom! TripAdvisor seems like you like Yelp more. I had to do a full, like, lap of the room in high fives. All I did say was, yes, oh, go ahead, but not the Facebook. Anything but the Facebook, thinking that it's not my face. Just don't punch my face. I thought I was referring to that, but it didn't work like that in in the same. I think that's really funny. Yeah. (laughs) But um, he started then, sort of like after a minute of him not leaving with me asking to leave, he managed to get to his feet. When he got to his feet, put a hand on the shoulder, saying, "Come on, mate, it's time to go now." And he went, "You touch me, I will call the police." And I, he's and up then to, up to his game. Trip advisor to the cops. Yeah. Well, th- well, that's the thing. But it's still another thing. It's like a, a nine-year-old who's just learned that the teacher can't punch him. Yeah. yeah. And like, okay, that you no longer hold any fear for me. And so, okay, let's just walk slowly towards you. Whenever you take a step back, I'll advance. So you're going towards the door. Mm. And he still other customers. And to the credit of my pub, herding him towards the door. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, I had a boyfriend who looked like Freddie Mercury. So I had to take... I had to, God, it's like a... That's a confusing like element for level me. level seven of a herding game. <laughs> That's the second. And he was orbiting him. It's erratic. <laughs> oh, and if he hits the wall at any time, then you have to start again. Yeah. That's really difficult. And then... Well, to cut long story short, he called the place a shithole. He called me a hipster because I got a beard. And it's not a hit. Yeah, we should point out in case you know that he did go on to write the thing. I'm not sure if he mentioned it. Well, we get to that stage now. All right. I'm going to cut it short because I'll take what you just said as a valid hint that I need to get to the fucking point. No, I thought you were talking about what he said on the thing. No, no, okay, well. He was insulted. He called the customer a bitch. He called the place a shithole. He he was basically. Somebody called you a hipster. Well. I have got a big beard. Yeah, but... And like, Gav's got a similar beard, and he is a fucking hipster. That's true, yeah, that's but true. You've, you've had a beard for ages. Yeah, and no, you dr- but you dress thanks. like shit, so you definitely... Yeah, I dress like, I dress like a skanky poops. <laughs> I was like, anyway, I might as well read the, tri- the, the trip advisor thing he did actually leave now, because, oh, before that, so the police did turn up on the doorstep because a member of the 
customers team yeah. had actually called the police. The customer team. Yeah, and I, when that happened, when the police turned up, it was just at the perfect point where I got them out of the pub so the police knew I didn't need help. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm really cross that the police were called to my pub because a pub should be a self-regulating thing that doesn't need the police. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. So that made me cross, and I did ask a few people. So, and it, But it's hard to say... Oh, Don't call way, the fucking who, fuzz or I'll break your fucking legs. It was hard to say who called the police without sounding like you're wanting to find out who called the fucking police. Yeah, or that you have some sort of growing weed in the attic or something. Yeah, you bring the, yeah. you bring the fuzz here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you and don't don't yeah. bring the fuzz to my door. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Oh, you've torn it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do another vault of press back across the bar. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> now um, so, someone pull on all the taps. Like, <laughs> so get over. Do Cockney backflips all night. I was just, Does anyone need <laughs> one pint of every ale? Yeah, it's going to take me two minutes to crawl over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Playing them like a like a wet organ. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, this is the review that he finally did leave two days later. I spent a lot of time researching a good pub to go to visit whilst Nottingham with our dog. I decided on this pub and we spent a couple of hours there in the afternoon and liked it and chatted to people and everyone loved our dog. We went back there around 10.30pm. Do you get the background narrative there? Right. A couple so of hours in the afternoon, went away, came back 10.30. Yeah, what was he doing? Hissed as a fucking fart. He wasn't visiting the theatre, was he? No, he wasn't. He was sucking his gay pop star oh. boyfriend's penis. <laughs> Not a bad thing. I endorse that. Nottingham's got a... Maybe he should have done that with a few less drinks in between. Yeah, yeah. I should have said... Go, leave now with your boyfriend. Am I right, customers? Probably gay. <laughs> um, but I didn't say that, obviously. And we were having a nice relaxed time when we heard a growling from our dog. And he and another dog, who were playing with each other at another table, obviously had a falling out. So I pulled our dog back and the incident was over. What he misses out there is a fucking 10-second howl from Freya, who just was going... Well, they know what it sounds like. We just did it. We did it, yeah. The barman. That's me, guys! (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Now we introduce Uh, the barman. I was going to say, even if if you were a forensics police officer reading this, like, you can tell that it was his dog that went to another table. Yeah. Then there was an altercation between dogs, to which he had to pull his dog away. Yeah. There was only one person at fault there in dog ownership. Yeah, I mean, whether that was an, whether the the Freya had been an aggressive dog or not, it was a person who allowed their dog to go to another table unattended. Well, his dog was on long lead, but he was just sort of like hold his arm. One of his arms was out at full length while his dog roamed around. Long lead should be given a short shrift. Yes, continue. <laughs> The barman then came over to told us to leave because our dog had bitten the over dog. That's the spelling of over, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The over dog. The over dog, yeah. Earlier he says another, so he knows how it's spelt. This was absurd. I saw exactly what happened and no dog bit any other dog. The kitchen roll with blood all over it says otherwise. Mike <laughs> underscore I-N-D-N. Is it L-N-D-N? London, isn't it? It'd be London. Lowercase L. Oh, he's in like London, LNDN. but he's not one of us. 
That means I've been Googling him wrong and trying to find out everything about him from the wrong sources. Oh, the search starts over. Oh, I can find out all your but fucking you, detail. But first, you, find you find this man, this... P- Mike London. You know, that's going to be like quite... That's quite a wide net, I think. But anyway... I questioned the logic of being told to leave, yeah, by calling Anna a bitch, and then I was pushed by the staff and they called the police. No, I touched your shoulder and you threatened to call the police. You fucking penis! Uh. The police thought it was a stupid waste of time for the bar to have called them and they left very quickly when they realised there wasn't a problem, although he may have jumped up to lick his face. Oh, you scum fucking arsehole! There was also no problem in the pub except to be told to get out and pushed out of the door for no reason was rude and I've never seen anything like it. Definitely will not be back as there are other pubs who are dog friendly where the staff are not so rude and illogical. Don't waste your time if you've got a dog going to this pub because it could end up ruining your weekend. Well, good takeaway from that is that you ruined his fucking weekend. Well done, yeah. Log. Well, bad person. No, Maybe it, his weekend was ruined by oh, the no, fact yeah. he had a greasy pink pebble of a head. <laughs> <laughs> that weekend and every weekend yeah, ruined every fucking day every summer every evening week. going that was a lovely weekend but I've got a stupid fucking peach head <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I, I hate him I hate him I hate people who use the term illogical as as like an insult all the time mm, I didn't like it was very you were very illogical it's like people saying females that frangy thing you know? oh it it's is like, it's just yeah. like what do you mean like illogical <laughs> generally people say oh you're being illogical it just means like I don't agree with you but I am also putting myself on a pedestal above you in terms of I have a machine a brain like a machine where everything is always right and if you don't get that then somehow your brain is like a frog in a bucket it is Mm. internet atheism isn't it it's fucking bullshit and it's honestly whenever I say you're being illogical it's like an instant like he's got his dog on his uh, profile picture there and his dog does look really lovely the dog was bloody lovely but I mean, I played with it in the afternoon when he was there the first time around, but in the evening... You got it really riled up as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I really... I, I just... I bit one of my fingernails and gave it a little taste of my blood. Saying, go on, you love that, don't you? That's tasty. Yeah. It's all in his ears. Get the ears. Get That's where dogs bleed most from. <laughs> well, I don't want to read the reply now. I just want to get over the fact that I am fucking seething and I want to find this man and message him on this website that gives me a link to say that I can message him if I want to. <laughs> it is frustrating though, because it's like he's clearly he's clearly a lying man. Because yeah. you know you you can't. No, I honestly think he's was drunk enough that he rewrote everything, and he had such an enabling fucking boyfriend. So they he probably believes that turn of events. No wonder he's got a bad dog. There's yeah. no such bad dogs, there's bad owners. Yeah. No thing as bad that dogs. That's people say. Only bad ghosts. Yeah. Who haunt dogs and, <laughs> and control their actions. If you've yeah. got a dog, you've got to make sure your dog isn't being haunted by ghosts. Jesus, come on. Yeah. Well, a dog exorcism is cheaper than a human one. It's a lot uh, cheaper. These days, you can get them all put into a fucking pit and exercised on mass mm. or oh, a vast inflatable bishop is <laughs> <laughs> tethered to the hole they've got one of them that they're going to put on the Thames outside of Battersea for the dog's home it's going to be uh, apparently it's going to make things a lot easier yeah yeah, yeah. no <laughs> this is so well I don't know where silly why have we started laughing I was angry a second ago oh, <laughs> that's oh. what happened but anyway if we you... know what you look like Mike you cunt and if we ever see you in Logs Pub again we're going to fuck you up but and I'll... you and your dog will 
fucking slit its throat. But if you are on TripAdvisor, if you've got previous review experience, if you're not my link friend on Facebook, or you don't have your TripAdvisor account linked to your Facebook account, and if you have been to my pub and you did enjoy it, leave a five-star review. Yeah, you can or do that, any yeah. number of stars, but only if you enjoyed it, the implication being the number of stars you leave will be high. Yeah. I've been to your pub, and I've had a lot of a good time in there. I'm going to leave a review of your pub. Yeah, just make sure you set up an account that's not linked to my account through Facebook. Yeah. But it has to be a sincere review. It would be. Because I, I don't want to be spamming a website, a good website like TripAdvisor, not. that I does s- nothing to promote the grievances of pricks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sincerely enjoyed your pub, and enjoy your pub. And I think it's great that it's a lovely place for lovely dogs, not bad dogs. Not bad arsehole dogs who should be fucking stumped to Stump. death. Maybe oh, just, sorry, I'm not just, just kill her. I hate dogs. I just I hate them. I know. But you pretend that you love them. Why do you do just it? Just to get close to them so I can <laughs> strangle them. <laughs> so hard to throttle some dogs. <laughs> Keep running away. <laughs> If you'd like to throttle, if you'd like the podcast, why don't you support us uh, by throttling a dog <laughs> by visiting our Patreon? Or, no, no, no. Or they yeah. can give your pub a review on TripAdvisor or throttle a dog. As long as they've know. been there, liked it, aren't friends with me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't meet those criteria, then you can throttle a dog. Yeah. Or you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and subscribe. That will uh, help us. Because it's money. In hundreds of ways. As long as you provide us with hundreds of bucks. Hey, you, you haven't been to America recently, so you can't <laughs> do the bucks That's thing. True. You can also go to greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features and buy a video game through those chaps. And very soon we'll be doing another live show, which uh, you may or may not be at. Because March 28th. So, yeah, if you're it's not going to be there, then never mind. But it's next we weekend. It is next weekend. So you know, Jiminy Crickets. Uh, it's been sold out for a while, but we will we will film it. I will, en- will endeavour... And somebody else can check that I do it this time, just to be double sure. I will endeavour to press the record button on the camera this time Oof. so that we actually record the, the thing. Yeah, it's at the Canal Cafe Theatre. I mean, if you don't have a ticket, but if you are in London, we will be at the bar afterwards, so you can f- feel free to come along yeah. to that, and uh, we'll, we'll see you there. We'll be hanging out for a while. Mm. Signing autographs, taking selfies don't with the... Uh, People uh, will turn up with pens. Yeah, Lifting okay. up our T-shirts and letting your touches on our hairy tum-tums. I'm more likely to do that than sign autographs. Yeah. Oh, but I don't have a hairy tum-tum. I've got a little tiny bit of hair on my tum-tum, but it wouldn't classify as oh, hairy. Oh, nibble Matt's wisp. <laughs> nibble Matt's Please wisp. don't. Do it. We'll be back next Thursday with <laughs> even more hilarity and jokes from, from the regular features, boys. Oh, dear. <laughs> what a lovely day we've had. See you later, guys. Kill a dog. Bye.